It's the Raw Theory where we keep it raw, we keep it real. It's your girl AP, your favorite devil's advocate. And your girl B. Camille, the ranter. You may love us, you may hate us, but we're here for your entertainment. So sit back, relax, and get offended. Hey. What up? What up? We back with another one. We back. Still in this pandemic, but we pushing through. Uh, it's just like everyday thing now. It's not even like, oh my gosh, pandemic. It's just like, all right, we in the pandemic. <laughs> it's getting to the point where y'all ain't even care anymore. Y'all are literally like just outside, out and about. Like, you know what? It's just going to go away eventually. Right. A lot of people are, and I feel like that's what's setting this whole thing back. Exactly. Um, Gonna make this even longer. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to like, because I'm trying to like move and stuff. Like, really? you people. Sorry if you hear my friend in the background, but <laughs> it was way louder cool. than I expected. But, anyways, um, how is your life? Everything is straight. Um, you know, just the same old everything. Going to work. Um, and being obsessed with videos right now. I mean, that's pretty much taking over all of my time. Um, I should probably chill because I even stopped writing um, because I've been, like, so into the video games and, like, TV and stuff. Um, I've been so... Yeah. I, I've stopped writing, too, but it's, like, because I'm bored. Well, I feel you know like, what I mean? So, I like, not like enough I, is going yeah. on in your life, so it's just, like, you're... Uh, you're creative space is within the walls of your home and it's just like oh my god <laughs> like there's not like yeah. yeah like you can't pick up inspiration from you know just things that you see and stuff like that see now is eyeballs and that's yeah yeah <laughs> like, pretty much pretty much i mean there's i mean at the end of the day i guess there's ways to get creative with it like you know making based off of the pandemic but then after a while, it's like, okay, I wrote about that too. Now what? So, yeah, I refuse. Like, I completely 100% refuse to write about the pan- You know what I mean? Like, make a story about, like, actually me and my friend were teasing, like, not teasing, but we were just like, it was bound to happen because someone had did, like, a short story on, like, love love during or um, quarantine love or something like that I forget I'm not gonna put out like the real title but it was something about the person falling in love during quarantine I'm like uh another one found the book <laughs> all right now we just need a we need a movie and we're gonna see a good Grey's Anatomy episode of it well so, it's, that, it's that movie out there contagion that's old though I'm talking about yeah but it's like the same quarantine I'm talking about like a new one where like people Uh, are in quarantine and they fall in love and they drift apart when you know life gets back together and then they come back together and somehow end up you know the same old same old BS so (laughs) not to sound negative or anything but um, it's just funny like this is how this is what life has become but I 100% refuse to do a short story on being quarantined or anything like (laughs) what um I haven't really put myself in a position to write about it um I'm not against writing about it but at the same time I feel like I don't have enough inspiration behind it to connect to it it's just all I really have to say about it is you know boredom and stupidity like people being stupid stretching it out you know what I mean like I don't have enough to say for me to really create anything which is why I'm not (laughs) doing it but you know what I mean like but anyways 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 aside from that there's been a lot of cheesy TV is the worst the 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 topic tonight is actually inspired by one of these cheesy TV shows that my wife is obsessed with that I became especially in tune with because it's been on and I just got what sucked in. 
It's called Marrying Millionaires. Oh, or Marrying Millionaires. I saw that. Marrying I'm millions. actually watching Married at First Sight, the last season. And it's the stupidest show okay. possible. So you can't help but watch it because you need to know what's going to happen next. Is that one of these situations? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. And you, you kind of get invested in, like, you know, what you're talking about. We're women, about so we have to know like what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was a lot of stuff in the show that I figured, you know, we could touch on. And then, like, it kind of came down to something very broad. And um, basically, you can just look at it as relationship deal breakers. So... With, the, with that being said, what do I mean by this? What are things that occur or even take place that will be a deal breaker for you in a relationship? So I'm talking race, social status, money, family. What's a deal breaker for you? Oh. Okay. Well. So let's start with Let's start with a topic at a time, I guess. Is race a deal breaker for you? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, like the situation at hand is that a lot of people, um, what I've heard, because like I've never, like I've, I've went on a date with somebody outside my race. But I've never like dated outside my race, like legit dated outside my race. And I know the biggest issue is backgrounds. So, and it and honestly, like it could happen with two black people too. Like if you have different backgrounds, it's hard to mesh the two. Because sometimes it'll be like, you know, rich and ghetto. You know what I mean? Like someone who has a hard upbringing versus someone who doesn't it's hard when you guys get together and you try to create this world and like the understanding so between is that- the two is hard so that's why I say like the race thing a lot of times you know black people like okay I'll go by like um, a black and a white couple the white person has a hard time <clears throat> understanding white privilege and they have a hard time. They spend most of their time in their relationship just <clears throat> my God. Sorry. They have a hard time justifying themselves and saying, this is why I don't have white privilege, even though they do. And then once it gets pointed out, like in order for you to be an interracial couple, like you have to be extremely strong. You have to be, you have to have a strong backbone. You have to not listen to those around you because the, the looks, the judgments, the sly comments, like stuff like that, you will deal with on a daily basis. And people will truly test your relationship and see just how strong you guys are. And will do things on purpose just to see like how well you got, like if you're willing to withstand it or not. Like people who literally hate interracial relationships will try and break you up. <clears throat> and um, right. when there's when there's animosity there. Right. There's, hatred there's a lot there. of people who are old fashioned and it is what it is. But um, you know, so interracial is not really like I know I can withstand that stuff, but I want I need to be with someone who is not like blind to it. Like, we need to have a conversation. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to just let you know, okay. you're white, I'm black, I know you don't see color, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, your family's going to see color, like, your friends are going to see color, the people around us are going to see color, they're going to see a huge difference. Like, you need to realize that if we have children together, you need to realize that your children are black. <clears throat> at the end of the day, they might be mixed, but they're black, because they are darker than what a white person would be so like I said like race technically it's not really like a a deal breaker because um I'm all for it like I feel like you know a mixed world is a beautiful world you know because that just kind of means that like 
people are living together and you know they're cute or whatever like you know they it's not it's a blended world rather than just white and black and black and black and white and white right. you know what I mean right. like it's just not I love a blended world but um it's just you know you just have to be able to withstand that and you could tell whether because the, the date that I went out with that I went on with a white guy he couldn't handle that mm. And we were in a majority white city at the time. Right. It's interesting because even outside of like white and black, there's a whole bunch of different like combinations, obviously, that people can be put into. Yeah. And well, think- yeah, but that's like the major, that one seems like minorities for the most part don't mind mixing with minorities. Right. But I mean, but it's, but- it's like what you said in general, like it has to be an understanding because um, there are other, like, even though Puerto Rican and Black is, like, a, a common mix, a lot of Puerto mm-hmm. Rican people actually don't like Black people. You know yeah. what I mean? And maybe some people might not know that. You know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, I think that when it comes to race in a relationship, I feel like there should be diversity. That doesn't mean that people can't date within their same race. But I feel like the diversity and, should be there to show people that, you know, you're dating a person and not. And then you absolutely have to explore the backgrounds of the significant others. So that way it helps you understand. Because, again, it's kind of like that whole situation where, like, you have a hard upbringing and the other person doesn't. And they kind of need to know, like, the things that you've gone through because then that'll help you understand why that person makes the decisions that they make and why they do the things that they do because of what they've been through growing up. So, I mean, I, I'm i not gonna, I mean, like my upbringing, I feel like was just like in the middle, it was just like a typical middle-class family who were just like, my dad was always trying to keep up with the Joneses. Like, that's just, oh well, that's, that's what he was, that's what he did. And um, that kind of like put us in hard places that time like hard times right and um so a lot of times I do go into survival mode but you know when I'm with someone else who's been through harder times at times we like together we make decisions that's like yes this is why we do this because you know I've done I've been through this as a kid and you know we can agree on that but other things he does and I'm like now why is that necessary like <laughs> you know it'd be something as simple as like oh I'm not gonna I mean he doesn't do this but like it'll be like oh I'm not gonna put you know money in the bank I'm gonna keep it in my mattress because I don't trust the bank and blah blah, blah. and I'm like that that's just stupid <laughs> but okay <laughs> but you know even though like like I said like he doesn't do that but still it, it's like one of those things where it's like all right like <laughs> but you but me understanding that person's background and being with them and making sure that I you know that we talked about that I would know all right I get it you know money was taken from you before so you're extra protective of it now so you're gonna keep it in your mattress rather than in the bank account cool great bruh but no nah, <laughs> you're right I mean um you know getting to know somebody should entail understanding their culture understanding their upbringing understanding who they are as a person like collectively so that's why for me uh, race would not be a deal breaker at all I think that it would be um, a little bit more fun a little bit more interesting Uh, not that not that I would be you know um, like uh, against dating within my own race um because I, I I have, you know what I mean? But um You also have like eighty different races. So. Eighty. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, um I think that, you know, the fact that I did outside of my race, um well, married outside of my race, um is fun, it's interesting, is is um a little bit more culturally diverse you know what I mean like I I gained a new culture and like um I gained new habits I gained new um outlooks and perspectives and stuff like that and I think that's just really awesome so when we get to a point where we want to have kids 
you know what I mean? Now they have so much more culture. They have so much more background and languages and just like all this stuff. So I think it's just like, it's definitely not a deal breaker for me. So now that we know where we yeah, stand. Yeah, that entire thing. So, now we covered that and know where we stand with race, let's move into talking about family. What types of aspects of another person's family will be a deal breaker for you? Um, I guess. Or like family just, at all? I guess as long as the family, as long as they like get along because, you know, otherwise it's going to be that's gonna suck <laughs> I mean no one likes family drama true so and it, like as long as they have a relationship with their family too because a lot of people don't realize how important that is because someone who is distant from their family or they don't get along they might end up being closed off themselves so would that be a deal breaker for you yeah because if you can't open have like open communication and like if you're not how can you start your own family if you're not even like able to keep up with your own well what if they had a situation where you know like their family was just toxic and then that's like that's understandable that's understandable but like at the same time you have to like be able to heal and all that like healing is important because that's how repeated that's how history repeats itself that's how things like this happen where you know you're it depends on what the situation is I'm just gonna say that like because I can't say like oh if like one of your family members like raped you or something you have to forgive them and blah 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 because that's bullshit like I don't agree with that but um, if it's something like you guys just don't get along or you guys bump heads and stuff like that over you you just argue every time you talk then I believe that you know you should be you should be able to talk that through <laughs> or like try to or like come to some type of cordial ground or whatever because at the end of the day like it's hard when you're young but like hey, when you're an adult and stuff like I feel like that is important to do that because you never know you're just gonna pass that on to your children and stuff like that and you don't want that to constantly you know right <laughs> so so like so in that in that same token what if they had a great relationship with their family but the family didn't have a good relationship with you that's also also a deal breaker <laughs> Because at the end of the day, they're probably going to not support that. I would never, I don't know about you, but like, I would never want to rip someone from their family. And some people are like, well, I choose you. And it's like, you can't, you can't do that. How are you going to live with like not getting along with your family? Like that just doesn't make sense. I hear that. They're, they'll always be in your ear even if you do like end up you know coming to some common ground or whatever there will always be the elephant in the room there will always be that negativity there will always be all that like and I can't no hell no yep I'm good <laughs> so for me if if I were in a situation where most family didn't like me which is like impossible by the way word <laughs> but it wouldn't it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me it'll be uncomfortable for me and it would be difficult for me but it wouldn't be a deal breaker because you know everybody is their own personality you know what I mean and sometimes personalities just don't get along but what I will expect in a relationship is to be able to work with the person I'm with for them to work with their family, their family to respect me. They yes. have to respect me. Mm-hmm. 
Now, if they don't like me, then that's just like, okay, well, we got dealt a shit hand. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, I feel like when it makes two of roads, us, but, so... <laughs> but yeah, but I love, you know, your daughter, your son. You know what I mean? Like, that's who I'm going to be with and... You know, it's not really up to you to put an influence on that. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's it's fair. Like if, if for example, my mom didn't like Mel, I wouldn't let her disrespect Mel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't let her make Mel uncomfortable. And let me just say this: ninety-five percent of the time, when a family member doesn't get along with the other fam, with doesn't get along with like a significant other or whatever, nine times out of ten. It's going to be behind their back. It's mostly not even to their face, which is even more frustrating because... Yeah, I think so, too. Like, in a way, you... Yeah, well, no. So, like, in a way, you're, like... um, In a way, you're, like... You see the fakeness going on, but you want to protect your significant other, knowing down and well that your mom, your grandma, your cousins, whatever, don't like them. But at the same Mm. time, you're, like, you want to just keep the peace and let them pretend... Or, and then you just hear what they got to say behind closed doors. Or do you, your significant other, listen, they're not really feeling you, but I'm here for you. And this is, you know, this is us. And I don't really care what they say. Like, how do you handle that? So I would, I would handle things with my family first before I brought anything up to the person I'm with. And the way I would do that is I wouldn't force my family to like who I'm with. But I would have many conversations with them about like, well, what is it that you don't like? You know what I mean? And then I can correct their wrong thinking because it has to be wrong thinking when I know that the person is right for me. You know I what mean, I mean? Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. Like, you can sit here and correct, quote unquote, correct their, their wrong thinking. But at the end of the day, once a mother gets their gets a uh, an idea of a person that's it there is no like persuading them different only person who can persuade them different is that person and once a mom is like this person is not right for you I really don't see y'all being forever and blah 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 sometimes they're right but sometimes they will literally they are waiting to shove that in your face like they're just waiting to be like i told you so i told you they weren't right for you and blah 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 and i feel like this is mostly moms with sons or whatever maybe Um, yeah because i feel because i feel like my brothers have gone through that more than i have um mainly because like i usually keep my people like I usually am not like, oh, you have to meet my mom and my dad. And blah. No, I'm not like that at all. It usually kind of just happens like, oh, you're here at my house. Oh, my mom's on her way. So guess you guys are meeting. <laughs> 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 That's usually how it happens. It's never like, oh, I want you to meet my parents and blah, blah, blah. It's never that way. But um, so you're not anyway. old school. <laughs> no I'm like this for me it's like this is my life and this I want to I'm a type of person who wants to enjoy my person for as long as I can before having to bring my family involved and there's like no shade to them but there's so many of them and it's so many different personalities and sometimes they just do too much I love y'all if y'all are watching <laughs> I really do but I just feel like they do too much sometimes so and like I just I like my space and I'm like very protective of my space. I'm very protective of who I allow in my space, even in my house. So like, if you come into my house and you're acting a fool and stuff like that, you're not coming back. Like, just, <laughs> and I'm pretty much, I'm the person who likes to hold like events and stuff. But like, if you are just like disrespectful to my face, like, I mean, to my space, like you're not coming back. Just, just know that. Bruh. So, <laughs> but, and, no, but that's who I am. But that's how I am with, my people and I keep saying my people but my person so um it's kind of like once you start acting like if you if you do too much or whatever you're not going to be invited to like every little thing you do or I'm just not going to put it out there we're just going to do our own thing you know what I mean like I'm very much like we're just going to do our own thing so um 
as far as like family is concerned and stuff like that, if my family didn't get along with them, in a way like I would, if my family didn't get along with him, I wouldn't really put it into perspective because I I would kind of blame myself because I don't really allow them to build a strong relationship with my person anyway, which sounds horrible when you say it out loud, but I refuse. Good. Until I, because it's just not what I I, I don't want that. This is my so person, like, not your person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like nah, it's a lot deeper than that, but it's just not that's not something that I want. Like I want everybody to be cordial and like when we have barbecues and stuff, like I want y'all to be able to talk and have a good time and stuff like that. But just like some how some things go down sometimes, I'm just like no. I'd rather not. I'd rather just protect my peace and keep pushing. And sometimes, like, that's how it has to be with family. Like, sometimes you just have to be like, you know, out loud to go this far, but that's how far we're going to go. Okay. Okay. I ain't saying we got to be besties. Y'all got to be besties. <laughs> it also takes the pressure off of you, too, because, like, you don't want, like, if you and it's also like a thing of like if you guys ever break up like I don't want to be pressured into getting back with him or I don't want to be pressured because when we like when we like went through our thing you know for X amount of months or whatever like I didn't tell anybody you know what I mean I had just as soon as we <laughs> I had just started flaunting that I was single like yeah I'm single this is for real like I'm single for real now blah 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 as soon as I started, you know, wearing that, wearing that title, that's when everything turned around and like, you know, that's when things changed. And I was like, see, this is why I don't say anything. Now I look dumb as hell, posting up like, yeah, your favorite single girl, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and like the next week, it's like, all right, we could do this. <laughs> So that's why Yo. I don't do those things. <laughs> that's why I don't do these. I keep as many people out of my relationship out as possible. Because you really don't need, like, it's very important. I was listening to um, Brett Gray. Do you watch All My Block on Netflix? Yeah. I so, love that show. Um, Jamal. Yeah. If you don't follow Jamal on social media, which his name is Brett Gray, you are truly missing out on life. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. He is literally the best social media person ever. He's hilarious. And he <laughs> carries the show. Just saying. Um, Yo. <laughs> I may be biased. But he carries the show. Everybody else <laughs> is whiny and crying. And Jamal is freaking hilarious. So, um, but I, I follow him on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. And he said... Um, you have to be careful, especially when you depend on validation from other people. You have to be careful who you let in your relationship if you depend on validation from other people. So pretty much if you need an okay from somebody, anybody that what is going on in your relationship is normal or if what you did was okay or how you handle it was okay, then you don't need to be talking to people. Because or you, or you need to be you need to be careful with who you are asking and making sure first of all they have the right um, they have the right intentions for you and for your relationship and also that like they have your best interests at heart. And I don't know if that was pretty much the same thing, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just whatever. But the, you have to make sure that they have your best interests at heart because. At the end of these people could just be saying, yeah, and then waiting for your downfall. True. Then what? I mean, that's always a possibility that you they don't They'd be like, yeah, supporters. I think you should cheat on him because blah, 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 X, Y, Z. <sighs> you always have fake supporters. That's 100%. I don't because I don't talk to people no more. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. I don't. And it was so frustrating. Okay, y'all. So when I was going through the breakup and all that stuff, right? AP wasn't the most helpful person because she was making me think on my own instead of just telling me what to do. <laughs> yes. So when y'all break up with people, don't talk to AP. 
Because she'd be like, so how do you feel about that? So what are you going to do? So how does that make you feel? And I'm like, bro, just tell me what to do. Don't ask yeah. me questions. <laughs> that is not how that works. <laughs> I was literally waiting. Don't ask asking, somebody for advice to get told what to do. But that's kind of what I was looking for. And she was not giving it to me. So I was just like, well, forget it. Well, Camille is not very vocal. <laughs> and she didn't ask me for that I type of advice. I was just like, you know what? Fine. I'll figure it out myself. <laughs> Bruh. So at that point, I just didn't tell anybody anything else until just now, actually. <laughs> so yeah. So we understand family and we understand race. And what I'm, what I've been building this up to because I'm very curious about how this plays out for mainly mainly for listeners because I, I pretty much know where you're going to be coming from with this. But when it comes to social status and money, is now what that the hell do you mean by social status? Are you famous? Are you not famous? Do you uh, have a lot of influence in the, in society? Do you uh, have? I mean, like you know, everybody has a, sh- a social status. I'm gonna just say this real quick. Um, y'all can sit here and want that high social status that Beyonce that YouTube famous bullshit but I really don't think people are built for it and they don't find out until they're in it what you mean like so okay so for example we'll go with Summer Walker I love Summer Walker I love her music whatever she's a weirdo but she learned early on that she is not about this celebrity life because for one she said that she don't like taking baths or she don't like taking showers so the minute she said that everybody started beating up on her oh you dirty blah 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 blah. but she was like I said I don't like taking showers that don't mean that I don't take baths like y'all act like that's the only way to get clean even though it is kind of but (laughs) she was like she said that also doesn't mean that I don't take them she said I take showers I just don't like to she prefers that everybody has a preference so you know she got beat up on twitter and then like you know she told everybody that she was um she has like anxiety issues and stuff like that and so now everybody ever since she said that not everybody is critiquing all of her pictures like oh my gosh you look so scared or oh my gosh you're annoying if you're so scared to people and she has like something something what is it called like when you're not good in crowds and all that agoraphobia or social anxiety social anxiety okay she has social anxiety and um so she can perform and everything because she's on stage by herself but when it comes to the meet and greets and stuff like that she is extremely awkward and when it comes to like walking the red carpet and taking pictures, like that part of her, she's not with. Like as far as I'm concerned, she should have did the whole Sia route where she wears like the mask and nobody knows what she says. Or like um, LMA, not LMA, uh, her where she wears the sunglasses and she swears nobody can see her, but she's got sunglasses on. <laughs> so we still need to see you. <laughs> I love all of them, by the way. But, um, you know, it's kind of like Summer Walker, like, she said herself, like, she did not realize this world until she got in it. And it's overwhelming. So makes sense. When people start dating people who are of a high social status, I feel like they are getting into something that they don't under unless you're in the same social status as them then you completely understand but if you're with somebody who's in a social status and you're not I feel like that's a that's a lot for you to handle because you're going to be like oh my gosh so many people like us so many pictures blah blah like you know you're going to love it at first but then like you can't even eat a freaking meal without someone coming up to you ask for a picture because people are ignorant or like just a person having to constantly keep up their social status and, you know, being on their phone all the time, constantly being pulled here, there, having to travel. I feel like a lot of people just aren't built for that. And they don't realize that until it's too late and they're already in that game. So now you're making all this money and you're like, you know, I need this. At the same time, you're like, I hate this. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the gener- this new generation of celebrities, like this new age, 
I, if I guess like they don't really understand that until they get there and then they hate it pretty much and I think that um, even even if it's like you know the other way around or somebody who's so used to like a high social status and then they date somebody who is not in that limelight you know that you have to experience that person's life as well and you have to be able to accommodate to that life as well which you know like for somebody like for somebody like me if I if I were dating somebody who had a higher social status like mad money da, 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 you know they would have to know how to accommodate to my lifestyle as well because um, we're going to have to meet in the middle I'm not going to live a lifestyle like them because I'm a la- I'm, I'm a pretty laid back person. I'm outgoing and I, I have like good social skills and stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't want to have my picture taken at every single waking moment. You know, I want to be and able to just have my me time with that person. <laughs> Word. <laughs> They're not even flattering. No. Right. So for me, like, I, if so, if I started dating someone with a high school status, like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but I could do it if we, like, if I was with them beforehand. And they like, became successful. Yes. Like, there's a difference. Because I feel like if you're at that social status now, like, already it's going to be a hard adjustment. Whereas if you're together beforehand, you're making the adjustments together. So right. you're learning how to balance together. And it's not just you trying to keep up with them and, you know, trying to you know it's unless you're like Chris Sales who can only you know make his uh be relevant by you know talking about his ex and stuff those two came up I don't know if you know him no yeah okay I would say do I really have to explain this but um for those of y'all who don't know it's Queen Arja's ex-boyfriend they both came up on YouTube together so and I feel like I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I know, like, it was infidelity and all that stuff that went on as far as, like, them breaking up. But um, I honestly felt like they reached the peak where she was still growing and he was not. Mm. So, like, she, like, he was still a YouTuber. She's now an artist. Like, she's now selling music, doing concerts, doing shows and stuff like that. And that is what it is like I feel like if you're going to have a social status it has to be one person or not at all <laughs> think so like because I, I don't I feel like well I mean it depends it depends on the maturity and all that stuff because like like I said if you look at them she she progressed and he didn't and that and it really messed with them a lot so right. but if you have like if you're already in the limelight and he's already in the limelight and y'all are in different um, in different industries, then sure, like J Lo and A Rod, right? Like I feel like uh, either way, like I feel like you're gonna go through that where someone's gonna be doing better than the other. Right? You can't help but to compare, especially since your life is public, so people are gonna compare for you, and um. Just like Beyonce and Jay, or Kanye, he's just now becoming a billionaire when Kim probably already been a billionaire. <laughs> Bro. First Which world sucks. problems. First <laughs> yeah, world problems. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it, like this new age of social media, you know, it doesn't make it, it it's something that could have been ignored before, but now like with social media, they're just going to put it out there for you. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think it will come with a lot of conversation. I think it will come with a lot of um, you know, getting to know each other in the beginning. Like these are beginning stage um questions and comfortability that that needs to take place before you can even get to a point where you're talking about um being in the same limelight at the same time. You know, right. like if I was somebody dating someone else with a lot of money or like a high social status or like whatever, um, you know, I would I wouldn't want to talk about the relationship uh, in, in like public or like post on social media at first and stuff right. like that. I want to get to know the person and I want to like really figure out like 
do I fuck with this person? If I was somebody who had mad money, I wouldn't disclose that fully when right. I'm first getting to know somebody. Because not only for the whole like saving faith of, you know, do they want me just for my money type of situation, but more so like, you know, like I don't want that to be something that we focus on right now. When we find out that we really enjoy each other, then it's like, you know, well, I want you to know that, like, you know, I'm in this industry and like, da, 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 da. I don't know if that's backwards or what, but I just feel like when you have like millions of dollars and up, like, it's almost like you have to you move have to different. That. You, yeah, like, you have to do things a little bit outside of what the average person would do. I'm sorry, but if I'm a millionaire and I'm single, then I'm gonna just have to hold around. I don't think I can get something now. Yeah, wow. Because at this point, like, <laughs> everybody's suspect. I don't care if you don't know me or not. It's just going to be like... Because, like, the girl, um, April Jones, who uh, was with Omarion. No, 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 no. Moniece, who was with Lil Fizz, said that she's never heard of B2K before. And I was like, girl, stop fucking lying. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> How old is she? <laughs> How did you not? I, I think she's either she's the same age or a little bit older than he is. So it's within the same era. So you're yeah. lying. Yeah, you're thanks. lying. <laughs> Every girl had them all over the place unless you lived under a rock. Like I just I find that very hard to believe. And um, there was another person who who was oh my gosh I can't think of who they are but they're dating someone. They said the same thing like. Oh yeah, she's never heard of you know who that who they are, and I'm just like get get out of here. Well, like, I mean, like I could kind of relate to that because like all these like housewives of every everyone, like I I don't know a lot of the people like like with hip hop and yeah, but basketball wives someone, and stuff. Like I don't know who these people are. I could walk right. By so that's fine. Like I remember when Meek Mill first came out, and like we literally this is when I lived in Philly. Um, when we were in college and like he literally walked by us did not know him did not even recognize him at all this is like brave Meek Mill he just looked like a regular Philly dude like he did, he did not recognize him at all and then my roommate was like that was Meek Mill and I'm like oh okay <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not gonna chase him down like you know what I mean it's just not gonna happen but um there's been like so many times like where I've actually like been in like you I feel like if you see a celebrity as long as there's not like a crowd around like if you're just if you're around a celebrity and it's a normal atmosphere you're not going to notice them but if they come up to you you know take the sunglasses and the hats off and disguises and all that stuff you're going to know who they are right and if you don't and you ask for their number. You mean tell me you don't look them up on social media? You don't, well, I mean, back then there really wasn't all that. But you could still Google them. Like, I would still Google him and see who... Like, I Google everybody. <laughs> Bruh. Don't ask me why. But it's just like, I need to know who I'm dealing with. I mean, that's fair, I think. <laughs> I feel like that's normal. Or I'll go to my detective, which is Chris. Chris, she can look up anything and everything about anybody. I don't know how... I don't ask questions. I just ask her to look, and she tells me. Right. So, got a little plug. <laughs> yes, I do. So that's what I'm saying. Like this whole like when people say that, I just I find it very hard to believe. Extremely hard to believe. But that's your prerogative. <laughs> I guess it depends you know? on what you're into. When it comes when it comes to to that specific group, I feel like it's kind of hard to believe that like when it's music music's everywhere it's around you all the time you know what I mean when it comes to like actors actresses and da 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 it de- you have to be into a specific genre yeah and, like yeah. you gotta know like multiple musician, movies that that person's in or like right basketball and like sports and all that stuff like, watching genre like you hear the songs or the radio all the time and that's that's all we really yeah. had when they were hot was the radio and TV like right but anyways exactly <laughs> I'm getting too I'm getting too deep I just find it. that hard to believe 
yeah but that's all I'm saying like as far as that's concerned whatever um but I would have to like come up with them because to to get into it late in the game and have to it would take a huge adjustment to actually you know now on the money side of it on the money side of it I just money it's important to an to an extent like if we're getting married and like you're still like oh you know living off a rap game or whatever that's not gonna work really for me like but if you're you know if you're ambitious and you know you are working and stuff that's all I care about as long as you're working and if you want to, if you have dreams and hopes and all that stuff or whatever, and you, you're putting in the work, you're putting in the time and stuff like that, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I don't care if you're making 10, 12, 15 dollars an hour. I'm all for it. I'm going to support you 100%. I might not pay your loans and I might not pay your bills, <laughs> but <laughs> we will have dates at McDonald's. Like we will adjust to that, how that right. is, you know what I mean? And that's one that's actually one thing that like attracted me to the person I'm with now because his first thing was I'm like, you know, right now I'm broke. I ain't got no money, like you see where I work, blah blah blah. Like and I'm like, Well, you're not broke, but you got like you pretty much you have a budget. You're balling on a budget. I'm okay with that. I too am balling on a budget. We will work right, just right. fine. <laughs> That makes sense. And I was going to ask you that too. Like, you know, we, we're talking about people with high statuses, but like, you know, is there a deal breaker for something that's on the lower end? You know what I mean? Like if somebody's making, I don't know, like 10,000, 20,000 a year, you know what I mean? Is that a, is that a deal See, breaker? No. See, 10,000, if you're a grown man and you're making $10,000 and you're comfortable with that, I have a problem with that. It depends. That, and that's the thing. That's the problem. It's like, if you're comfortable with it, if you are happily making 10000 a year, and because you're you're living with someone, because you can't get an apartment in Jersey Sex. making ten grand unless you're on state, whatever. But... Well, you, you have to be on state benefits. If you are... You, you'll have... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you'll have to... In order to have a place by yourself you'll have to be on state anything everything at this point but if you are comfortable living that life that's that's what the difference is if you're live if you're if you had to get a job because you need your bills paid and that's the first job that you got and you're just there until you get the next one cool or you get a second one cool right that, i can deal with that but if you're making ten thousand dollars a year or twenty thousand dollars a year and you're just like oh this is just me and this is just what i want to do and like you're lazy and you don't want to you're not like the worker bee then that's right. not gonna work for me i would i would have to agree i think that it's more it's not about oh you're only getting that much da, 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 da. it's more so about the drive behind it because you know everybody can move up somehow in their life I don't want to hear the, oh, I only got a high school diploma. Well, there's online college. You can save right. up. Right. There's many things that you can do. Goals. It may take you a very long time. It may take you a quick time. But it's not It's not that. It may cost right, money. It but may it's be not free. like you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So if you exactly. have a plan and you have an idea in your head that you want to go somewhere, then yeah, I, I, I could do that. I could, I could fucks with that. Um, I would be helping you to find something better because 10,000 is like, you, you can't afford to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a place where you want to be comfortable. That's a, uh, but honestly, that's probably all you can right. do is eat. So I, that would be now does what being at a, being, like, so not... it's not even like people can be just as broke making 50,000 you know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. let's say fifty thousand a year, people would be just as broke. So it's not about the number; it's more Facts. so about that drive behind being comfortable with the state funding your every necessity. Mm-hmm. 
that's, 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 that's just, a crutch. Yeah. It's meant to be a crutch. It's not meant to be your legs. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not meant to right. like, support you walking all the time. It's supposed to help you learn how to walk. Right. Again. You know what I mean? Like. And let me let me put this in perspective. So I go through like at my job, I have to go through credit applications all the time. And I can't tell you how many how jealous I get because I get credit applications where people are putting like one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year right. that they're making, right? And and Lord, how I would love to have that income, right? And in fact, these people are homeowners and stuff like that. But you will be so surprised at how many people make that much money. Where there'll be like two people who two people in the household, hundred and twenty thousand each, like mad money, and will get declined on for a, yeah. a loan or like uh, for a finance uh, to go finance instead of paying it outright cash. And then I'll get one that will be like a person making twenty grand a year. Uh, 30 grand a year and they'll get approved with like the best finance company whereas people who make way more money and, and that kind of like puts it in perspective too because it's like the more money you make the more you misuse it you think oh I have all this money so like I can have this credit card and I can do this and I can do that and I can do this and I can do that and then next thing you know that very paycheck that you get every month is being shoved out for credit card bills and um, or you don't have enough money or you're behind on all your bills or whatever the case is, you know, you'll see, like, you just see just how much people mismanage their money the more right. they make. Whereas people who don't make as much and they are paying, they're, they're make do what they got and they have like the better credit and stuff like that. So just because y'all don't make a lot of money doesn't mean that you have to have bad credit. So get some credits <laughs> and get you a Bruh. house. Okay. But, um, I'm just saying, like, just that, just like, put that in your perspective. It just it surprises me every single time, every time. But um, yeah, it really, it really just depends on like what you're doing. Like, if you were just not, if you don't have that drive, then it's just that's when money is a is a problem. If you're okay with just how things are, and you're struggling and all that stuff like that, if you're okay with that. Yeah, that is a I agree. I agree. So, and I don't, I don't know who. There's people out there who are willing to pay for everything and pay your man's bills and pay your child support and pay this and pay that. I ain't nah, with it. I'm not down for supporting anybody else. I'm down for co-supporting with people. Like, right, um, correct. If. Because they won't be able to support themselves ever. Yeah, like I'm down to help you if you got a plan. But if you don't got a plan, it's like you just expected me to do this, like on purpose. Like, yeah, no, right, right, <laughs> <Nah. back. sighs> Well, anyways, um, this is all perspective that I was looking to gain because as I'm watching again, coming back to where I got this from, as I'm watching this crazy ass show. I couldn't help but to sit here and think of all these things. And I'm just like, you know, what would be a deal breaker in a relationship? Because I'm watching these people who have millions of dollars and it's basically the show is set up to kind of like get the audience to see like, is the person that they're about to marry in it for the money or are they not kind of thing? And I'm just sitting here thinking like, you know, what would be a deal breaker for me if I had all this money? Like... Well, the thing is, is like the sad part is, is like when as soon as you tell somebody what your your net worth, some people are just gonna be like all all um, standards out the window. They don't care. They don't care how mean you are, how nasty you are, whether you cheat on them or not. Like right. they don't care. Because I'm watching Married at First Sight on Netflix, and uh, like the ninth season is on Netflix, and the girl. The girl she married her, she married an ex basketball player. Like he used to play overseas and stuff like that. And he keeps disappearing throughout the night. Nah. And she's just like, Well, I still wanna make it work and he won't come home for like two days in a row. Or like he'll show up for the cameras and do the thing for the cameras, but then like we'll dip off 
and leave her and she's like crying all night and having tantrums and all this stuff and I'm like you could just like leave right. her alone but she's like I really want to make this work like I really want to do like even after all that like, after him not coming home for three days or two days or whatever she was just like I still want to make it work and I'm like what? Nah. he clearly don't want you he wants nothing right. to do with you leave him be and she's like, I, I really want this. I really want this love. And I really this and that. And then I'm like, girl, <laughs> it's because he was the basketball player. And like, they do. They have a lot in common. And she's like obsessed with basketball. And obviously so is he. And But there's got to be a line drawn right. somewhere. Like, to the point where your self-worth is there it matters. Is. I mean, that's the best way to cap this because... That's what it comes down to. Your self-worth has to Self-worth, yes. It has to, no matter which end of the spectrum you're on, whether you're the person with all the money, you're the person with no money, you're the person with, you know, social status, no status, whatever. Even if you're all in between, like, you gotta, you gotta have self-worth. You have to. I don't care how rich I am. I'm always the person with no money. You said you what? I don't care how rich I am. I'll always be the person with the yeah. with no money. Yep. As far as y'all are concerned, yep. I'm broke. Y'all don't yep. even know how much money I got. Mind your business. I agree. <laughs> and that's facts. Well, with that being said, do you have anything else to add to this topic? Nah, I gotta go make this Waffle House waffle batter. So I can have some wow, okay. So. All right. Let me just tell y'all something real quick. How I had to go to four different stores to find a waffle. Why? I'm going to need y'all to chill. Because they were all, every store was sold out. I actually took the last one from Target. That's crazy. And I'm like, are y'all seriously, this is what y'all doing now? Y'all making waffles? Y'all couldn't just get eggos like everybody else? And I know I could have got Eggos like everybody else, but I'm not. I want Waffle House waffles, and this is the way I'm going to get it. Because <laughs> I can't go to Delaware. I can't go to Maryland to go get it. So I made this recipe before, so I'm, like, really, like, gung-ho about it. And you have to make yeah. it the night before. I have to, like, sit overnight. And, like, I was really looking forward to getting it. So I finally find one. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can make waffles the next day, blah, blah, blah. Come home. Don't have any. Still couldn't have my waffles this morning. I was supposed to have waffles this morning. I'm pissed. I'm going to need you to start putting these mini reds (laughs) on a page so I can enjoy them in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) No, because my quarantine hair is not it. If you don't throw your hair on. I'm waiting for my... Uh, my hair products are actually they should be here by Wednesday y'all might start seeing me after Wednesday because I I broke down and just ordered them online and you know Lord Jesus it was not cheap but my hair is suffering during this time and and this is my hairdresser shout out to Carla (laughs) but I'm not even going to try and bribe her to come do my hair nothing like that I'm not going to do it but um yeah so when I get that taken care of I'll take as many pictures you know I can thug it out I can put some gel on my eyebrows and call it yeah what (laughs) (laughs) no you never did that for edge control ever what even when you were younger wit taught me that trick we used to put like jam on our eyebrows to make it look like they were wow Girl. Yes. And in these trying times, like my eyebrows are thick enough so I can do that. But that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I do. I remember you were the person who taught me how yeah, to pluck my eyebrows. I know eyebrow. how to pluck my eyebrows, but I never I never tried to lay them before. And I felt so <laughs> confident. Yes. I felt so well, I I had to merge the techniques because you taught me how to pluck my eyebrows. I remember you doing it in AP's um, AP, Andy's dorm. And you were just like, yeah, just like go over what they did and blah, blah, blah. So I went home and did it, jacked my eyebrows up. So then I got the jam and like okay. fixed the back. Whoa. Tips would be Camille. Right. 14 hacks. 
Damn. Well, anyways, I oh, hope that you enjoy this waffle batter. You've officially made me want waffles. So definitely fix a plate for me. I'll send you one in the mail. for me or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll leave it on the right. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, this was a fun topic as usual. Um, we really love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We want to drop down the social media. So don't forget to follow us on all platforms. Um, until next time. Deuces.